Welcome to Dream Stories. Why, thank you. We're looking forward to another episode of talking about dreams and see what turns up. Yeah. I mean, because I'm amazed that we can come up with more content (laughs) the more we do a podcast. I mean, dreams are endless. People are always having them. We should never run out of content, but sometimes we may have different pieces that are may have been one total podcast that show up just a portion of in another and we you can't help that it crisscrosses over you know? well i think it's i think it's a good thing because we just kind of remind people of things in in connection with dreams as well things we may have talked about a year or more ago can come up again in a new context and things but we also have some exciting things in store we're about 30 days away roughly maybe a little longer from a new studio and if things go well and we're able to complete the task as we desire, we're going to be adding some new features in the way we handle things with bringing in more of our dreamers to be a part of the podcast. So Yeah, that would be – I mean, just having someone share their dream. We've even talked about maybe even having some recorded dreams, listening to them, and then just breaking it down while we're just sitting here on the podcast so people can hear how we do it again and again. I know we've done it a few times, but... Yeah, but it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But looking forward to it. Well, I thought in in the sense of that, one of the things this show is about is understanding that dreams have value and receiving an interpretation to a dream is something that should bring life and hope to us as we get that interpretation to work with to be able to to see the dream have meaning. Yeah. And um, in that sense, I thought we might revisit something in a sort of maybe a little bit of a fresh way that we've talked about maybe over a year ago, which is kind of how to, where do interpretations come from? Yeah. We, you know, we've had some people recently based on some other uh, social media things that I have out, uh, a YouTube video being the chief among them, who would say you should never ask somebody else to interpret your dream. You should only go to Holy Spirit about it. Mm. And so, you know, I think this topic of where does an interpretation come from can be valuable because we spend a lot of our time helping other people understand what their dreams mean, and there is certainly value in that. But there are other ways that interpretations come. Yeah. I mean, you could just get them while you're dreaming. I've actually, well, you, I think you said you had something recently. Well, I, well, I did have a, I had a dream a few nights ago. And interestingly, I, I, you know, we try and, when I have a significant dream, I try and write it down mm-hmm. uh, when I feel the significance of it. Sometimes when I know what a dream means, uh, as I'm waking up, I won't necessarily write it down. I'll focus more on uh, what I'm supposed to do with it or what it meant than writing the whole dream down. But this was kind of a unique situation for me. I had the dream, and I was—I don't remember all of the dream now. Uh, I was—it had to do with a two-headed snake, and the snake was in the house. And I was needing to deal with it. And so when I basically uh, took care of, killed the one head of the snake, the other head of the snake, you know, withered away and became lifeless. 
And there's more to the drain than that, but that's what I remember right now. And I remember in the midst of, it's one of those strange times for me when I actually knew I was dreaming. Near the end of the dream, I realized I was dreaming, and I never really quite woke up. So I couldn't write the dream down because I was just never fully awake. But I remember in the dream, as that second snake's head withered away, I knew what the dream was about. And it wouldn't have been something I would have typically applied interpretation principles to in the way that I did. And honestly, I'm just going to be vulnerable and open here. There were several things that have happened recently with all the different opinions on things going on with the racial tensions, all the different opinions with the things going on with COVID-19, all the different things going on with the, the, the politicizing of various things, the whether you should wear a mask and not wear a mask. And they were really frustrating me because we have a friend who is fighting for his life. And we've mentioned this briefly, I think with COVID-19 and, uh, they were really frustrating me. And some of the things people were saying that had no, no, uh, they used it to justify positions, but they had no basis for what they were saying. They're just repeating something they'd heard instead of actually going to facts and information and evidence. And, and being an attorney in training, that just frustrates me. Don't argue a point with me that you have no basis for, no factual basis for. Oh, trust me, I know. Even spiritual fact <laughs> is okay, but give me some kind of basis know, for it. Don't just say, well, somebody said, really, who? Do you know them? Where did they come from? Where was it said? Can you give me the quote? It's just like, for example, there's a... You want a character reference, basically. Sort of basically on, of where that information came from. Or credentials, you know? Right, right. It, it's just like there's a post going around Facebook right now that says... Uh, are we? Here's the damages of entering into a cashless society and how terrible a cashless society is going to be. And it's attributed to Dave Ramsey, who's a, a Christian financial uh, advisor. And I see all these people reposting this. Why? Because it had the name Dave Ramsey in it. But there's no link to his website. There's no link to his blog. There's no link to any of his accounts. They're just repeating it saying, this is what Dave Ramsey, uh, uh, you know, somebody I respect said. Well, if you go to Dave Ramsey's Twitter account, somebody says, Dave, everybody's attributing this quote to you. Did you make it? And he says, no, I didn't. That's his tweet. Not me. And it, those things were just frustrating me so much. They were weighing on me. So I'm having this dream. And was it as I, it was just two or three nights Didn't ago. Did you have a dream about a two headed snake like a year or two ago? I may have. I don't remember it, but it's possible. So go ahead. Yeah. So so anyway, I'm having this dream. I'm starting to wake up, but not quite getting there. And I immediately know that this two headed snake, that the one head is my anger and frustration over all these things to do with social media. Mm. And I know that to deal with it, I'm going to have to let those frustrations go because those frustrations hinder me from displaying love to the people around me. They cause me to uh, to respond and to react 
like instead of yeah, like an attorney. <laughs> exactly right. They cause me to re- react out of frustration instead of responding yeah. out of love. Yeah. And I knew I had to deal with that. And if I would, the other issues, which I won't get into, that I was dealing with would fade, would fade away. Because it still had to do with what a snake means in a dream. A snake typically, very often, will represent deception or lies. Lies, And that was a lie that I was walking in, that I had to fix things, Mm -hmm. that I had to correct things. When the truth is, no, I have to love people. And so I knew, and I woke up. Well, I didn't come fully awake, so I couldn't write the dream down. That's why I don't know the whole dream. I had that understanding of what the dream meant, and I committed to myself. In the dream, I thought, I'm going to address that. That's going to be hard, but I'm going to address that. And we had some things going on that were going to be beginning. That It was about a little over a week ago because uh, as from my, our faith perspective, one of the things I do to draw closer to my creator is to fast and to take some time to just give up something mm-hmm. and to just seek hearing from God. And this was right before we were going to start a fast. I knew that's something I'm going to deal with through this fasting. I'm going to give up something, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pursue drawing closer to God so I can live a life in love. Mm-hmm. And so that's why if anybody follows me on Facebook, you'll see I'm not on Facebook much for about a week or 10 days yeah. because I chose to give it up yeah. and let go of those emotions. Uh, but that came in the dream. I knew that's what it was. And when I faded back into a deeper sleep, I started a new dream. And in the new dream, we were celebrating the victory over the snake. Mm. And I hadn't even done anything about it yet. But I had heard in the dream what to do and committed in my heart in the dream to respond to it. So how could I not respond to it in real life, right? That's interesting. I don't know why. I was just thinking about Charles Dickens and and, um, the, not Scrooge. Was it Scrooge? Uh, No, it was Christmas past. A Christmas story? Yeah. And, you know, you basically had almost like a self-conditioned dream. Or wow. a revealing dream. Yeah, and I hadn't even thought about that. That that Scrooge concept, you're right. He gets visited by the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Right. And so here you are. You got you looked at what you've done, which mm-hmm. is you you by revelation, not I mean it was revealed in the dream because the snakes didn't that didn't say anything about Facebook and you trolling. It doesn't mean that all your <laughs> all your Facebook posts are snakes. No, it doesn't mean there that. Was, so there was Something happened in the dream that gave you revelation immediately, which is pretty yes. cool. And and many of you may find yourself doing that. You may find yourself in the midst of a dream and then revelation come in the dream while you're dreaming. It may seem strange, but we don't limit our creator as to how we're going to receive the interpretation. So just like you, yours being self-conditioned, it's saying, okay, this is what you've done. This is where you are right now. And if you act right now, cut the head off. This is, we're going to go ahead and celebrate what's going to happen. That's right. That's future. And that was, in a sense, what we would call a prophetic dream. Yes. That second dream. Because it's saying, because you've decided in your heart, you are going to follow through with your natural response. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you 
already have victory that will be manifest and it can be celebrated now. It was really a cool experience for me. I've not very frequently had that type of an experience before. I don't I do relatively frequently awaken and know what my dreams mean. That's one of the reasons I don't write the dream down as frequently as I used to, because one of the keys to writing your dream down is to give yourself a chance to keep it in memory. Mm-hmm. So that it can be interpreted. So if I get the interpretation, what's valuable to me then becomes the interpretation, not necessarily the dream itself. Although some of them are pretty cool and you want to remember them just because they're cool. But it's the interpretation that has the real depth of value. And so this was even unique for that Mm -hmm. because I never actually fully woke up. I actually dreamed the dream, dreamed the interpretation, dreamed the decision I needed to make to respond to the interpretation and then dreamed the victory and celebration from the response. Mm, All those pieces, they're together. And now I'm naturally responding to to give life to what the dream showed. Mm. And I haven't seen full victory yet. I'm still struggling some with some of my emotions and feelings. Yeah. But I figured, give me a week off Facebook, things got to get well, better. You know, look, you laid it down and I picked it up. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You've been telling me about some of these, yeah, some of the things that frustrate I mean, some you. Some of the things I was reading, you know, it was just, I, I do get frustrated. And then I just remembered, I'm like, okay, I've been preaching to Michael for two weeks. You know, look, you you know, don't do this. Don't, don't keep going to Facebook and saying those things because people, some people aren't going to receive it. And I'm not saying you're right and they're wrong. I'm just saying... Sometimes it's just not, most of the time, it's not received well. And so, you know, social media can be a, a, a dangerous place. It can be a trap. A lot of value in it, but it can also be a trap. And and I think it's good that God cares enough about us to tell us to pay attention, to not fall down a slippery slope. Yeah. Because when you start getting frustrated, Frustration leads to more frustration, which leads to anger and bitterness. And that's of no value to anybody. The real truth of the matter is love wins. Everything short of that is a loss. I was thinking about a Bible verse that, that, uh, that I love, and it talks about, you know, if you can do all these amazing things, but you don't have love, you're nothing. Yeah. If you do all these amazing things and you don't have love, you're like a gong. You know, or something just beating something that sounds loud, but it's it's annoying. And, and you know, and I know we have people who listen to this podcast who don't share our faith, who are not Christians. That's right. But but even if you're not a Christian, th- those words are valuable. Love wins, and that idea you can do all kinds of amazing things without love, and it's just a sound that fades away. It's a sound that fades away. It has no value. But I just thought that was such a cool way to see an interpretation come forth in a dream. And, and I thought that might be, you know, that, well, really, that's that's led me to this concept of talking about it today. There are multiple ways that you can get immediate interpretations in the dream. I've got another dream that was just sent to me this week by email that's a totally different, you know, take, but the interpretation of half the dream is is right there in the description of the dream. You, you care if I no, share that I one with you? Okay. It. So here, this this person emailed me, and they said uh, they 
spoken to me several years ago and remembered I interpreted dreams. Could I help with this dream? And it then says, I'm writing on my son's behalf. Uh, he had this dream and really needs to know what it means. And here's the dream. I was at a family gathering, like a celebration, and I received a gift I did not expect from my grandfather who was there and still alive. He said it was part of your my inheritance. Next, uh, I was climbing a mountain, and when I reached the top, I found myself face-to-face with a bear, but not... Uh, but the bear was weak, docile, and playful. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking that is such a cool dream because the second part of the dream certainly needs some some help because they didn't know what to do with it. But the very first part of that dream, it you almost don't need to interpret it. It is what it is. You're receiving something. You're getting a gift from your family line. You have something valuable in your family that is being passed on to you. Right. And it even says, he said, this is your inheritance. Yeah. You know, and I, I get the impression, and I don't know for sure that the grandfather has passed away, right. but he was alive in the dream, uh-huh. which is which is really kind of cool because there's not a lot of interpretation for that first part of the dream. Right. And, and, and when I mentioned something to him, I think they saw and understood that. It's, this is about receiving something from the family line. Now, the second part of the dream needed help. And I think that's a beautiful picture of why interpretations can come in multiple ways. Well, I mean, you know, even like healing dreams, some, they don't really necessarily always need interpretation. They might. Uh, I, I'm thinking about a good friend of ours. Um, uh, uh, his name is Tom. He's a pastor. And he had had yep. cancer at one time. And he was concerned, you know, what's going to happen. He goes, I had a dream that uh, he was a ham or something like that. And he was asking for an interpretation. And I just said, you're cured. Yeah. Because it was cured him. That didn't need a lot of interpretation. No, it just needed a little bit of help to recognize what the symbol was, and yes, suddenly it's yeah. there. So, so immediate interpretations or interpretations that present themselves in the dream can come in multiple ways. My dream, it was almost supernatural. It well, really it did need revelation to understand those symbols. This dream I just read from the email, it's self-explanatory. The symbolism itself doesn't need a lot of interpretation. It's telling you, and we can come back to what the rest of the dream meant on that one if people might want to know. So, but, but for now, that first part of the dream is telling you you're getting a gift. It's part of your inheritance. And in yours, it was right there, open and obvious, but needed the wordplay pointed out. Yeah, and you know, sometimes it takes practice and seeing it many times before you know it. But you know, we we also understand that when you cut the head off a snake, you're kind of dealing with, I mean, that's how most people, if they're going to take care of a snake, you know, like bring it yeah. to its end of days, to where right. it's not slithering anymore, what do they normally do? They cut off its head. Yeah. Well, and that means... Cutting something off at the head as a colloquialism means to basically take out what's really in charge. Yeah. You know, and, and so when frustration and anger are in charge, you take that out and all the consequences of it begin to fade. 
the other yeah. cool thing about it too is that you don't remember the whole dream. I don't. You I wish I could. That little piece, and really, that's all you needed. Sometimes I think we we spend so much time time trying to think of the whole dream. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll when I wake up because we talk about how dreams disappear so quickly when you have them. Um, you wake up and you think, oh, I'll know, I won't forget that. And then they slowly slip away. Yeah. Or quickly slip away. Not slowly. They quickly slip away. And so, um, you know, it, it is important to try to write it down if you can. But sometimes it's just a nugget and that may be all you need. Right. That's to right. Know, to know how to act or respond. And that can be really cool when you get that immediate kind of interpretation, whichever format it takes. The supernatural almost interpretation of the dream I had. That's kind of exciting, you know. But the natural and normal processes are pretty cool, too. Just simply a dream that sort of lays itself out and is pretty obvious. That's still kind of neat because you get a message that is clear enough. It, it's, it's hard to miss. You know, I mean, this dream, you're getting the, the inheritance from your grandfather that's really hard to miss that part of it. Now you need help with the other part. And that's one of the things I wanted to come back to, which is the value of dreams. Even my dream doesn't necessarily just end with getting that supernatural understanding and responding. They're going to be things that unfold and come into value as I process the response to the dream. That's happening for me walking through it. But for this person who sent me the email, they're going to be processing the additional interpretation, the part that was added beyond what seemed obvious, and help give them guidance on how to walk through it. Yeah. So just for the folks who may want to know, what what did the bear at the top of the mountain have to do with that dream? That that's a you know a really interesting dream that says they're going to some think be some things you've had to bear with in the past you know you've borne the weight of you bear with them that you don't need to be dealing with anymore don't let the fact that you climb out of where you've been to a new height to a new place don't let thinking all that's over draw you into a false sense of security and don't Pay attention to don't don't play around with the stuff you used to. Basically, is what it's saying. If you want your inheritance that's there for you, don't climb out of this pit, receive the inheritance, and then go back to playing around with what you used to. Yeah. And then the person emailed me the, the parent emailed me and said, "This is what my son is going through." And I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to mention what it was, but yeah. th- that's exactly." It was, th- then suddenly, that meaning is very clear. Don't play around with what you used to because you want to make use of the inheritance. Right. Don't let it consume you. So So you have the real obvious part. You Mm -hmm. could get it yourself. And part of what that does is then affirms the part you need to hear, which is you have value. Don't let it be stolen. That kind of a process. It's almost like a language, isn't it? I mean, it's it's like a dream language. It is a dream, yeah. It's. It's it's like you're gonna say okay I'm gonna learn Spanish or I'm gonna learn uh, Chinese I'm gonna learn English whatever it is and you'll have a word that means something but it can also mean something else you yeah, know it's and it, true. it's really you 
and not all dreams are are metaphorical sometimes they are what they are you know it's almost like a vision that you see or it could be that you know I've had a dream before where I was flying and I can remember God's voice speaking to me as I was flying and he was telling me things so there really wasn't anything to be interpreted in the dream although I was flying over trees I could see them it was nighttime but these these amazing truths were being spoken to me now some people say well that was an encounter or whatever it doesn't matter it's happening while i'm sleeping so most people there's say, still metaphor dream. because you don't literally you can't literally literally, literally fly, fly you know with over yes. trees that's true so that's true um and i don't remember everything actually it was like when i woke up from the dream i was like oh my goodness that was so powerful but i don't remember anything that was said but I still felt like something was imparted to me during that dream, you know? Yeah. And you don't have to try and interpret what was said to you, what was imparted to you, even if you could remember all of it. What was said was not the metaphorical part. What was said was a direct, a direct message. The metaphorical part, pl- flying over the trees or the bear at the top of the mountain or the fact that it was grandfather giving the gift that was that, that as the inheritance, you know, those metaphorical pieces simply bring an emphasis to the message that's there, to the to the uh, uh, what you're receiving. You are hearing these words that that, according to the way we understand the Book of Job, um, uh, may be sealed. Maybe not something you're going to remember right now, but it was something received right. by you. True. This young man in the uh, email dream, uh, he he was getting something free. But the rest, the metaphorical part of the dream, those first parts are clear. The metaphorical parts of the dream are bringing emphasis to it or support to it or or, uh, affirming it in some way. Mm -hmm. And and that's a a really beneficial way of of hearing from our Creator, something Mm -hmm. clear and something that we learn to understand and grow in. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some people out there going, I just can't get it. I, this is just too hard. I I don't understand it. I mean, I know that it sounds easy when you're doing it, but when I do it, I just get stuck. Just keep trying. Yeah, and it's okay not to get it. That's, you know, there is a, there's a concept that we need one another. That is a Christian concept that is very, very valid from a holy writings of the New Testament perspective. We are many different kinds of people, and we need the gifts and and uh, 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 abilities and and uh, uh, purposes of the people around us. Mm. And you may not be the best at understanding dreams, and that's okay. You have something else that you have to give, so it's okay to receive in that area. But there are going to be those times the understanding of the dreams just clear. And don't second-guess yourself in those times because, well, I don't do it very well, so I must have missed it here. No, when it's clear, it's clear. Yeah. Except that you can get that interpretation straight up within the dream or as a part of the dream or as a direct response to the dream. Yeah. You know, you started out the podcast talking about how some people say, oh, you should never let anybody else interpret your dream. You should only let, you know, you should do it yourself. Well, not everyone is in that place where they feel confident that they understand it uh they may need some practice it's kind of like to me there well there's lots of things you know that you may not feel comfortable with that after you do it several times 
It becomes it easier. It becomes more, you become uh, more comfortable with it. doesn't mean you always have all the answers. I don't always know all the answers to my dreams. I wake up many mornings and go, what in the world was that? You know. You wake up many mornings and say, Michael, can you, let me tell you this dream. I, t- I try <laughs> not to because I know no, you No, you do always. good with it. But, but you know, you're, you're making a good point. I think it is good to come back to what we started with, and that is, is it, is it wonderful to understand the meaning of your dream yourself or to get it immediately or instantly within the dream? Yes. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's wonderful. It feels good. Yet we have, as Christians, biblical indications that that's not the norm. Most of the dreams we see in the Old Testament the significant dreams we see in the Old Testament were interpreted by a, another person, not by the dreamer. And the common practice was to seek someone who was gifted in understanding dreams to give the interpretation of the dream. So we see Daniel and Joseph interpreting the, the, the dreams of leaders because they were sought out. Yes, kings were asking. Yes. To, you know, things to be. So there's a balance here. There is the place to recognize and understand what our own dreams mean. There is the place to get support and help from others. There is the place where the dream meaning is clear from within the dream itself or from its nature. And there is the place when it's highly metaphorical and we need significant help from Holy Spirit, from ourselves, I mean from others, to, to grasp it and to understand it. And, and both are good. So it's a good thing. But I think we're just about out of time. You know, sometimes I wonder, do we have enough to talk about? And we always end up getting to about a minute left in the podcast. I'm thinking, I've got a half a dozen other things I could say, right? So, <laughs> Why don't you tell people if they want to share a dream? or? Yeah, if you want to share a dream, uh, we have students on MyDreamStories.com that uh, can help interpret dreams. And we pull dreams off of that website from time to time to talk about on the podcast. So you're welcome to join us on our website, mydreamstories.com, and go to the forum there and share your dream if you need an interpretation. And if you've had an amazing dream, a dream that that you've already seen the results of, uh, we love to hear about those. And we're going to be looking for more and more of those in the days ahead to share on the podcast and to walk through and talk about. So we'd love to hear from you about that. You can send us an email to info at mydreamstories.com. Or you can reach us on Facebook on Dreams at look you know searching for Dream Stories podcast uh, and find us out in that fashion as well. And we'd love to hear from you and uh, let us know if you're enjoying the podcast as well. Drop us a, a note or a comment on some of our social media to uh, let us know you've been listening. Sounds good. All right. Love to hear from you. And I suppose we've come to that time in the show yet again when it's time for me to say till next time, keep dreaming.